Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, July 19th, Tuesday. It's Twitter Tuesday. We have had some submissions today uh, for the Drive Time Lincoln Tweet of the Day. Uh, and, and there's a lot, so we're going to break them down and, uh, and go from there. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln, and Johnny Cadillac is producing the show. And you made it on on time. I was wondering if I was going to end up opening, but... <laughs> were you starting to sweat it a little no, bit? No, no, I was going to be like... This is Drive Time Lincoln. I'm producer Johnny Cadillac. Don't worry, you don't have to listen to just me for an hour. Commander Jack Riggins will be right here. Something along those lines. Well, <laughs> I I don't think there's anything wrong with that, um, without a doubt. I guess, um, you know, one of the biggest stories in, in Lincoln, in Lancaster County, right, is, is four people shot near 28th and T Streets this morning. Ah... <sighs> I, I'm frustrated, Lincoln, I, I and county. I, I think you should be. I can't tell you how to feel. Um, but we're going on about, I don't know, 18 months of me talking about violent crime, me talking about statistics. By the way, LPD is very good in transparent statistics. Um, I realize that statistics don't tell the whole story, um, but... They have many other uh, reports they put out on their website that give historical reference to shootings and sh- and shootings are on the rise. Um, you know, again, they're they're tracking in uh, similar patterns last year, and and so we're not making a dent. And I I just think that besides a talk show host on for one hour a day, you know. The people, you know, we need to think about priorities. And I believe law and order is always a number one priority. And there's a lot of listeners out there that, you know, are engaged in their civic duty, you know, kind of uh, being engaged with LPS, being engaged uh, with public transportation and its costs and other initiatives. And, you know, if it were me, if I, if I could offer a piece of advice to the citizenry of Lincoln and Lancaster County, I would take a pause on some of that and start putting pressure the way you do on all these other issues on the city council and the mayor, county officials, on law and order, right? Um uh, Sheriffs is in a little bit better position than LPD. Of course, they have a different mission that's wider. Um, but LPD specifically needs the citizens' help to get a push for manning and modernization. Or we are going to go down a path that for the next 5, 10, 15 years um, isn't good for Lincoln, Nebraska in a law and order category. That also has to do with, you know, a local election, right? Uh, we have Pat Condon going up against Eric Morfeld. That's going to be a hotly contested uh, county prosecutor, if you will. Uh, and those candidates need to get out and say their messages. Both are welcome on this show. Um, 
I want to hear it. I'll tell you right now. I I I would like Eric. Uh, I would like Morfeld to make sure that he makes a promise that he isn't going to go light on crime like we're seeing in California, and you know, thievery is not prosecuted at a certain dollar amount, et cetera, et cetera. You know, moving up like we need a team from the street officers to the administration to the headquarters of the police to a mayor to city attorney to the county attorney to city council to raise our awareness and support of the police and law and order that's what we need this is not the time to back off when things are increasing um i'm excited um I talked last week about um, Natalie Weiss, uh, as I like to say, chair for Nebraska Stonewall Democrats, uh, LGBTQIA plus activists, if you will. Um, She and Hannah Robleski, the chair of the local Lancaster Democratic Party, are going to be on Friday. We are going to discuss their letter or excuse me, Natalie's letter um, and press release about um, thoughts on voting on the fairness ordinance, if you will, and um, how that it's not the right time. I suspect we will talk about some other things. I'm going to take the liberty to ask both Natalie as a Democrat and Hannah as the Lancaster Democratic chair, you know, what are they excited about with their candidates? But I also, it's my first opportunity as a guy on the radio to say, what did you think about all this GOP stuff? And I think that it's going to be really interesting to have a local county chair, right, elected, as well as somebody as passionate as Natalie, you know, give us their take. I, I'm looking so forward to that on Friday. Uh, we'll have whatever Wednesday as normal. I'm going to try to get the new NEGOP chair, Eric Underwood, on on Thursday. But I don't know if exactly I will. Um, major news. That COVID wrist dial just remains in the low orange. It just stays there. A lot of fear, a lot of consternation. I have said I think it's moving um, up so that there will be masks in schools. Maybe that's a little conspiracy on my part. I just have been looking at the pattern of liberal controlled cities across the nation and the things they do, as well as a midterm election coming and uh, obviously yesterday, you know, city employees were given a mandate um, <laughs> to wear a mask. Um, well, I guess we're just we're just never, you know, here's the question. How long is it going to go on? Like, seriously, how long are we as a society, or at least here in Lincoln, Nebraska, going to go on with um, the masks on, the masks off type of deal? Um, yeah, yeah, it just it it's divisive to people. It's if you want to wear one, wear one. I mean, it's just <laughs> I I don't know what to say. Uh, let's get to the uh, Twitter Tuesday. 
I got a couple. They're pretty interesting. I have to admit, somebody who somebody short circuited the system a little bit yesterday and was really on top of it. And I thought that that was pretty funny. And I was like, well, it might make it. But then again, I went back to that person and said, you know, you early bird gets the worm. And they know who they are and what organization they represent. All right, I'll tell you. It's LIBA, Lincoln Independent Business Association. And I support LIBA. I think LIBA is a great organization. But I am not going to do your tweet today because, one, you had some inside track. And, two, you're coming on the show, Mr. Bud Seinhorst, to give us an update on the Lincoln Independent Business Association on the 26th. So if you can forgive me, um, there is, is your rationale. <laughs> but the other ones we got that are, I'm going to go with honoree. Honoree of the Drive Time Lincoln Twitter of the day is submitted by Beard Vet at Beard underscore Vet on Twitter. Great picture with some heavy hitters. Um, Beard Vet's retired Marine Corps, makes some awesome coffee and grooming products out there. He has a great picture where he says, had the honor to golf with Husker legend Boyd Epley and his son this past weekend for disabled American veterans in Nebraska. Go Big Red Pipeline. That's pretty good. Uh, Boyd Epley, legend in this state, and really strength and conditioning around the nation. I mean, when I went to SEAL Team, everybody knows who Boyd Epley is. Everybody. Knows who Boyd Epley is. Oh, and I do have to apologize if I if I said <laughs> if I said Eric Morfield, I meant Adam Morfield for Lancaster County Attorney. I may have messed that up. And truly, Adam, Mister Morfield, that's just my mistake. Sometimes I get rolling and screw up names. If you come into the studio, though, I'll probably never forget it. <laughs> and I and you're invited in to talk to the people of Lincoln Lancaster County about your platform. Uh, no punches there, just straight like I do with all. The other candidates. But anyway, Beard Vet, that would be a pretty good tweet. You know, Boyd Epley getting to play golf with his son, with some former Pipeline members out supporting disabled American veterans and Nebraska veterans um, in a golf thing. You know, that's pretty cool. But unfortunately, nothing's going to beat this. <laughs> Jeremy Murphy, at Jeremy N. Murphy on Twitter. At Jack Riggins, just a little triggered at the city of Lincoln and Whitehead Oil right now. Gas prices, Costco and Lincoln, $4.15. Use stop, $4.43. Costco and Omaha, $3.59. Thanks, Lincoln. Guess where I filled up? Me personally, I think Whitehead Oil does a great job. I don't understand exactly how all the prices get set. So I don't know if that is a valid critique of Whitehead Oil. I just don't know. Um, However, I can take you on your word for the prices between Costco, Omaha, and Lincoln, and you stop. Because, Jeremy, no doubt I believe you did your research 
as probably many Americans and many people in Lincoln are doing now. And, um, <laughs> and uh, why wouldn't you go there? Now, I would probably have the gunculator out, the calculator, and I'd be seeing if my drive to Omaha and the gas I'd burn there would be worth it. But I think your tweet, you know, point well taken. Point well taken to me. Point well taken to everybody in Lincoln that all the municipalities and everything um, kind of set set the way in this crazy time. And so that's pretty good. But that's actually second place, right? That's second place. Beard Vet, you get third place. You get the bronze medal. Jeremy gets the silver medal with that tweet. But same Jeremy and Murphy on Twitter says, we know who sets the market price in Lincoln, the ones who owns the distribution and the most gas stations. Okay, that's another little dig. I don't know that that's exactly true. But... This is the key that everybody in Lincoln and Lancaster County should listen to. And I think Leba would actually have a good uh, thought on this as well when they come in. We'll ask Bud Seinhorst. I also spent a load of money in Omaha and Council Bluffs this weekend for state youth baseball tournaments. Thanks again, Lincoln. All right, Jeremy, I, you're, not, you're not happy with gas prices in Lincoln. You're not happy with probably... Other things going on in Lincoln, potentially the mask mandate on the city employees, the fear that it might, uh, you know, continue to spread as it did last fall. And yeah, what are you doing? Well, you're doing what a lot of people are doing, but they won't talk about it, which is you're spending your money somewhere else. And that is why that is the number one drive time Lincoln tweet of the day. That gets the gold medal. Um, Scott, though, has submitted um, on the text line, a little late in the entry, Scott. I was wondering if you noticed that. Oh, I noticed it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got eyes everywhere. Uh, Scott has, on the text line, Rick Stein Recognition text line, has submitted me, your host, Jack Riggins, and my tweet of the, well, it's a retweet of the city of Lincoln putting out the July 18th Lincoln Health COVID-19 updates. Getting all those numbers out there. Got to tell you the numbers. You got to follow the science, the numbers. Well, my tweet is honorable mention. Dateline, Lincoln, Nebraska. Make COVID great again, again. Liberal left out of control. Hashtag Fear Street. That's just how I see it. Scott, um, that really is your submission, but yes, that was a tweet I put out at some point in time. Uh, and I don't know what to say about that. I did steal that line from a friend of mine, by the way. I did not come up with that <laughs> myself. Um, and that very well was you, Scott. I stole your line from yesterday's text line, and I tweeted it out, and then you tried to get me my own show award. Well, that's just not going to happen, but it's worth saying. Um, again, Jeremy Murphy with the Drive Time Lincoln tweet of the day. Basically, frustrated with gas prices, says some places in Omaha have better gas prices. And because of not just that, but 
what's going on in Lincoln. He's spending money up in Omaha. Actually, Lincoln, that'd be great. Lincoln, Lancaster County, that'd be a great topic for tomorrow, whatever Wednesday is. Where you where you've been spending your money? Are you fed up with Lincoln? Are you worried about safety, security, the dynamic? Are you spending more money over the last year? You know, up in Omaha. That'd be good to know. I know that you know. A lot of the businesses here would like to know. Oh, boy, Richard, I'm going to have to uh, get to you after the break, but if you stay on, I'll get to you. I'll give you one minute and 22 seconds, so I'm giving you a little heads up. Uh, I've got a long show today. Twitter Tuesday on Drive Time Lincoln. I'm your host, Jack Riggins, 14993 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Well, we're just about halfway through Twitter Tuesday here. I already gave a winner, but I, when we come back on the second segment, I have to, I have to get involved in, uh, my counterparts on LNK today. I, Caleb Henry and Jack Mitchell. They are, they've got some Twitter things that need to be said here. Uh, breaking news on Drive Time Lincoln. It is about, uh, I guess, decisions with Oscar football staff is 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 my guess but i'm gonna break that down because i find it fascinating jack i'm just gonna have to say if you're listening i i think your last tweet uh i think it's probably spot on i'll make sure it gets out there richard you got one minute and 22 seconds okay very good uh what i want to remind citizens is that we have the city budget coming up and on monday august 1st at three o'clock the city council will have a meeting where our citizens can come and comment about the budget. And, of course, Commander, I know what you'd like to see is you'd like to see some people come and talk about more money for police officers in Lincoln. And I agree with that. Yeah, um, good thoughts. Yes, I would, Richard. And, and I plan to be there. And, of course, what I'm going to be doing is talking about we need more money spent on our Star Trend bus system. Uh, you always we, get it in, Richard. You, I mean, the whole audience knows it's coming. Well, that's good. And what I want to point out is that we've done some surveys. There are a number of areas where people would like to see improvement in the bus system. Number one, people want a cross-town road. 20 seconds. With 20, well, it's probably going to go on 48th Street. Um, but... A lot of people are tired of having to ride all the way downtown and switch routes to go from the northeast part of Lincoln to the to the southeast part of Lincoln. The other thing that we heard loud and clear was people want later bus service. So people with second shift jobs. Will got have it, Richard. I got to let you bus. go. Thank you. Okay. All right. Fourteen hundred ninety nine three KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Twitter Tuesday, we're back. Second segment here, July 19th. Johnny Cadillac producing. I am Jack Riggins, host of the show. Uh, Jeremy Murphy, Jeremy N. Murphy on Twitter, is the winner of the Drive Time Lincoln Tweet of the Day. Beard Vet got the uh, bronze. Jeremy got the silver and then followed it up with the gold. I get honorable mention even though I stole listener Scott's uh, quote from yesterday's show when I was commenting about masks. I still like my make COVID great again, again, which Scott, that's yours, but that go ahead and trademark that and start selling t-shirts. 
because uh, you should. Uh, so we're going to roll through that. I'm going to uh, our own I Caleb Henry, sports director, and LNK Today host Jack Mitchell have had some great tweets. We're going to read those here in a second. Uh, somebody out there has called into the studio, and uh, I don't know if you're listening to the show, but you asked uh, if we knew about HR four three five zero. My guess is. Um, you are referencing the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2022. Uh, folks, that is basically the Department of Defense's budget, or in um, Washington, D.C. speak, Department of Defense Activities and Programs for FY 2022. Uh, usually that is passed uh, in. September of every year, because the government works on a fiscal year of October to October. Don't ask me why. I'm just familiar with it. And so they pass it. In this case, they passed H.R. 4350 on uh, September 23rd, 2021. And that is essentially the operating budget, if you think of DOD as a business. And so that's what I know, listener or caller to KLIN, that H.R. 4350, the National Defense Authorization Act, uh, was passed. And that's good, in my opinion, as a veteran. I did serve many years where this thing got held up in what we called sequestration between everybody, you know, I don't even recall who was fighting (laughs) between that. The Congress, the the House, the Senate, the President, um, and that really hurt our readiness at times in the war, and it wasn't fun. But uh, that's what I know, folks. Well, maybe we should uh, check the text line. Uh, we always get some comments here. Some are worthy for the air and not. Uh, Richard, I will get back to you, but I want to say, Richard, and I think the listeners are right, uh, you do get a lot of airtime. Now, I'm going to have to start truncating that down to one minute and the reason is to some of the listeners you do always do a good job of getting a star trend plug in there and i don't mind it because i do for the audience i enjoy richard's passion for participating in civic matters and and taking the time to call the show and if any of you ever met Richard, he's a nice man. He's a concerned citizen. He's an educated man. He served his country. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I also, on the same side, understand the audience. You know, uh, my point is, don't let Richard shy you away from calling in, folks. You can always call in. One of the things we do on this show is we have never run somebody off the air, and we do take all calls. And I want it to be that way. Uh, Richard just tends to uh, to to dominate at times and what i can do is is give him one minute and and he'll be good at getting his points in and yeah if anybody out there has a different opinion than richard i'd love for you to call in and and counter his thoughts so that's what conversations would do um as i've said for a long time with his star trans stuff it's just not i think the idea is good i just don't think that it's on the priority list for me, if I was a senior executive of my exploratory committee for mayor says that we have a chance and we actually run, right, and we took over with what is going on in the city right now, 
uh, the StarTran bus thing would not be my highest priority. Not at all. Um, and so, you know, but that's me, right? So um, I wanted to address that. Oh, your exploratory as in day 93 of yeah, your exploratory? Yeah, day, day 93. Interesting enough for you folks out there, uh, haven't heard anything intel-wise from the Democrats. I mean, I'm, I know me. I'm just assuming the mayor is going to continue to run, if not somebody with equal uh, views on Lincoln. I have reached out now to two other potential Republican candidates to discuss that as a team, right? As a team of Republicans figuring out um, how to put together uh, a good campaign. And I think that's great. I think it's great that the Republicans are energized and there's candidates thinking about it, examining, doing the same thing me and my group are doing with an exploratory committee and i know the lcrp is undergoing some changes because of the any gop thing but that's going to get stabilized and it's good that there'll be uh viable good candidates for us all to choose from when we get to that time um (laughs) i have to say it only because it's a quote and Everybody who's in the know and really follows realizes I've had so many calls on this. Yes, the mayor has two houses, one in Lincoln and one near Ashland. She's affluent enough to build a million-dollar house out on a lake. Um, I don't think most Lincolnites are, but, you know, who's to judge, right? Nonetheless, she is one of those people, and uh, I just have to say it because it's great. It's a, it's a great text from chris the mayor doesn't care about gunfire in lincoln because she can't hear it from her house out in ashland well (laughs) that's funny it is funny i I mean i think most conservatives will laugh at that i think it's funny uh the truth is she does have two houses one in the city one not in the city i'm sure she hopefully doesn't we don't want our mayor actually hearing the gunfire but i'm sure she's aware of it i just question her policies tremendously on how she goes about uh, enabling our police to handle it Uh, that is what i'm not happy about um at all um yeah a lot of texts people not happy with safety and security og steven he's chimed in he doesn't care about the damn buses either (laughs) and uh you know, he's he quote unquote has a lot of confidence in the mayor and the, the police chief to get on top of safety and security. Fair thought. That's thoughts from the audience, without a doubt. Um you know, another Scott, we have two Scots that listen in. I can't give you an update uh about uh Tammy uh, Tammy Ward, District One and the DUI. Um, you know, she got the DUI, there was an accident, it was in the newspapers. Uh clearly it's not gonna be covered a lot. Uh, she did go get treated for injuries. I suspect uh, she, you know, is recovering from whatever injuries. And um, I haven't seen, and I, I could miss, I could have missed. It. I haven't seen a statement from her. I haven't seen a statement from City Council or anything like that. I suspect it's working its way through the justice system, which is what it should do. And I have also said, and I will say again, until the facts come out, I don't necessarily think that means she needs to resign her position. Um, does it make her very vulnerable um, in ethics and morality for voting? Yeah. 
But until the facts come out, I, you know, I will wait to make it a complete uh, judgment on that. Yeah, it was. It's definitely a bad decision that we think uh, or that she did to, you know, get in an accident and uh, you know get charged with DUI. So, you know, there we go. All right. <laughs> Uh oh, Richard! I opened up Pandora's box. A lot of people texting in now. They don't care about buses either and the price and all that stuff. But you know, it's a small sample. Okay, here here's what I think. Back to Twitter. Uh, so it appears I think Husker football. I'm I'm tracking this through I Caleb Henry, the news director here at KLAN, on Twitter on vacation, getting married this week, but he's still out there slinging it. Uh, it appears they have said. I guess I'm just going to paraphrase. Um, that uh, assistants aren't going to do interviews during the football season. And so he made some comments on that, and it appears Husker Nation, you know, they've they've got into a spit spat. But I think um, that's typical, and that's okay. I, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other um, on Husker assistants um, doing interviews. I really don't. And the reason is, when I look at sports, sports teams and coaches, right, in the case of any team, their job at major colleges is to win football games. Um, you know, that is truly their job. <laughs> now, you can make an argument. It's also, which I believe, but time has passed us on and money has passed us on. It's to provide a secondary learning environment for life lessons for those student athletes. Um but let's be honest, if you don't win any games and you have a 100% graduation rate, all doctors, you're still going to lose your job at most institutions, even the University of Nebraska. So I could care less. But I, Caleb, says, you know what I like about being able to disagree with other Nebraska fans? Because I'm one, too. Just lucky enough to have a different seat at the games. After plenty of back and forth today, I haven't had to block anyone and only muted one person. Y'all still awesome. Yeah, that's a great tweet, Caleb, because I know you're... One, the guy's brain for sports. I mean, I'm a golf guy, and he made me look like a fool when we talked about, the, you know, the Open Championship on Friday. Um, but he he gets it, and he's a fan, and he's he's loyal. Um, but boy, I guess there must have been quite a bit of chitter chatter about that, which then le- led me because obviously it is Twitter Tuesday uh, to our very own Jack Mitchell, who we have such different styles. We know this. We know this. Um, in his show in the morning and just as individual human beings. But I just find this classic Jack Mitchell and and funny as all heck. (laughs) His tweet, 45 minutes ago. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. He references Newton. Very smart, Jack. Thus, I won't be granting Husker assistance access to my home, including, but not limited to, Taco Tuesday fam dinners, settlers of Catan pickup games, or to play Switch Sports Resort in my basement. I stand with Husker Media. <laughs> Jack, well done. Well done. <laughs> I love it. Uh, seriously, I, I, we all could laugh a little bit more. Um, <laughs> well done. Oh, man. So funny. So, hey, I guess that's the deal. Uh, assistance won't be available. Honestly, I don't think that's of a big a deal. Now, Husker Media, yes, obviously guys want access, but there'll be, there'll be plenty of access. Um, and in the end of the day, think about it this way. If, if in fact, 
they go on to have a great season, uh, nobody in Nebraska is going to care whether the assistants are talking or not. Now, if they have a clunker, it's just another thing where we're like, why do we got to be different? Or why did we take that approach? But I'm going to hope that they're going to be good and competitive and better. And if that is the case, none of us are going to worry about it. But it did stir the the news. It did stir the Twitter today. Hey, Anna, let's uh, welcome you to Drive Time Lincoln. How you doing? I just wanted to make a comment about the Star Tran. I think it's important to have service for people to get around town. I don't take the bus myself, but I know people that need to get around on the bus. And um, I think it's important that we keep Well, I think it's service. important, too. I think where the audience is, uh, gets fired up when Richard's on is... Uh, clearly he's a giant supporter, but he recently had asked for it to continue to be free like it was for COVID. And I think people all support having StarTran. They just don't want taxpayers' money or money. Why did you know, pay your way is, is one of the things. I have another comment about oh, the go mayor. Ahead. Um, I think you, um, a good candidate for mayor would run Cindy Lamb again. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks right. for the call, Anna. All right. Bye. All right, so Cindy Lamb, who ran before Republican, I know Cindy well. She's a sharp gal. Um, she's also just uh, very down to earth. Um, I always ask Cindy questions about local politics, and um, she's very well networked and uh, just knows a lot about everything and knows people and experts across the board. And so, yeah, I mean, I haven't talked to Cindy about that topic but uh there you go anna supports it and i do know there's some others so maybe cindy will decide to look at that one of the things i wanted to talk about um to my fellow conservatives across the state um as you know there's been some turnover as you know and many of us i i included i'm on the radio right i do my thing on twitter or whatever But one of the pleas, it's a plea, I'm asking for conservatives to focus their social media energies and all their public energies on defeating Democrats. We've had a long year in the GOP here in this state. We've had a lot of different races, a lot of contentious nature. And one of the things I know doesn't help is when we're slinging mud at each other. And I am asking that you take that energy no matter what side of the right you're on right you know because even the right has far right and moderate right and most of us are in the middle um either way folks we're a couple of months from a general election get all of that stuff all of that energy and words and aim it at the democrats there's plenty out there to sling at Right, Carol Blood, you know, she had a tweet today I saw put out, you know, she was looking for free stuff. Um, I mean, that doesn't look good. I mean, I don't know if she has campaign. We'll ask Hannah, the Lancaster County Chair, wrote Bluski when she comes in on Friday. We'll kind of ask her how she thinks she's doing. But, I mean, there's plenty of stuff to go attack. If you want to win elections as a, as a base, go attack. And Democrats, go ahead. Attack Republicans. You know, do it with some class. But, I mean, my God. Stop eating your own, folks. Stop eating your own. It doesn't help anybody.
doesn't help us get to talking across the aisle. 1,499 3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499-3 KLIN. All right, folks, appreciate a lot of the love that came in uh, off air from people. That means a lot to Johnny and I that we know that you're listening and you're enjoying the show. Really does. Um, boy, Richard set a fire when we talked about busing. Um, but I do agree with Richard. Folks, we as a citizenry need to go talk to city council, the mayor, and everybody about more money, more manning, and modernization for the police force. And not so much more money because I think in we're going to see more money here soon. Um, but it's the way we need. We need more street officers. That's it. Lincoln Safety Foundation has come in all the time leading the way and talking about this. Uh, going on 18 months. When you go down there, manning and modernization, that's what you need to talk about. Um, Natalie Weiss uh, will be on Friday. Hannah Robleski will be on the Lancaster County Democratic Party. We'll get their thoughts on uh, trans and LGBTQIA plus initiatives, as well as uh, their candidates and uh, what they think about what happened with the GOP. Uh, Jeremy. And Murphy won the drive time Lincoln tweeted the day. I will get that out. If you follow me on Twitter, Riggins underscore Jack, uh, you will see that. He's got a pretty funny segment there. But this is what I think sums it up for people on the buses. I fully support having free public buses from the text line. Um, <laughs> chicken rich. But for those of us that the busing system will not work, can I get free gas to make it equal? Can I get my parking to be free? And can I get my vehicle registration to be free to maintain the streets that the buses also drive on? That's the rub, people, is that should we as taxpayers be be holding this system up and giving people free rides? That's the rub. And I think that's a legitimate argument. All right, we'll see you on whatever Wednesday tomorrow, 1499.3 KLIN.